Hey NAI football fans, Corey Thorpe here with another edition of the NAIF Ball Podcast, powered by AdCraft USA, your custom apparel, merch, and uniform experts. Our friends at AdCraft have been with us for many years now. They've run web stores for us multiple times. These guys are NAI fans and family who are experts in the apparel and merchandise world. AdCraft allows you to take the hassle out of ordering. Let their knowledgeable design and customer service staff handle everything from hosting the store online, shipping the product, and helping your customers so you can get back to the game. Find them online at adcraftusa.com. All right, guys. Tonight we are back in the Mid-States, Mid-East, and we have the Marion Knights head coach, Mark Henninger. Coach, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Hey, we're doing all right. So y'all are starting camp. You just got out of out of practice. How's how's spring going so far? Uh, we're we're one practice in, so it was uh it, it was I tell you it was just a lot of fun. It was so awesome to be just to be back out coaching football. You know, I mean, and uh, you know, meetings, position meetings, and all that yesterday, and and you know that first helmet practice today, where you're just trying to get your feet wet and get guys running around and um, you know, it was just, uh, you know, it was just so much fun, you know, spring, spring football to me, I love spring football. I mean, it's just, there's no, you know, the pressures of getting ready for a game and all that kind of stuff. None of that's present. It's just, you know, going out and, and, uh, you know, being with the guys and having fun and playing football and, um, you know, so yeah, it was, uh, pretty juiced up after practice one. And it's really kind of the first real spring practice in yeah. like, it seems like forever. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was meeting today with the guy, you know, the guys that were the freshmen on the 2019 team did not get spring ball. I mean, so you're talking, you know, the, the, the high school 2019s, the 2020s and the 2021s, none of those guys have had spring practice, you know I mean? So you're talking, you know, our, our seniors right now, um, you know, those guys, those guys had it and they had it when they were freshmen. You know I mean? So it's, uh, you know, it, yeah, I mean, it really, it, uh, you know, there were a couple of things preparing to go into today's practice that, you know, you're just like, oh yeah, we haven't, uh, it's been a minute since we've done this. And that's, that's gotta be exciting to where you can actually kind of get back into your quote unquote normal rhythm and set your expectations. Yeah. I mean, we, we know good and well that championship teams are built on the backs of amazing springs. Uh, I do want to talk about keeping that focus because uh, it's so easy in the Mid-States, Mid-East to get all caught up in the schedule. I mean, we've had, yeah. we've, had I don't, we've had Indiana Wesleyan on already. We've had Concordia on already. We've had St. Xavier on already on the other side of the division. We're trying to line up yep. USF of, of Illinois, and it's just you have every opportunity to be caught up in the schedule and who you're playing. And how do you keep that focus in your guys to, to know what your, what your ultimate prize is and to not get caught up in the week to week, but just making yourself better. Yeah. Well, it's, um, that, that all kind of plays in there together. Right. I mean, we, you know, we, we think that our, our conference and, and the schedule that we play and, um, you know, we think it's as, it's, you know, I, I don't know if you could find a division 
uh, more challenging. There's a lot of really good divisions out there and, and, um, but just more challenging than, than the division that we're sitting in. You know I mean? There's, uh, there's legitimately, I think, in my opinion, there, there are five, um, you know, five top 15 caliber type teams, um, in our division. And, and, uh, you know, and that's not even to talk about, you know, I mean, Taylor's always been, um, you know, they've always been a really, you know, a very good, solid sound football team. And they're not in that mix. And you're talking, you know, heck, um, you know, we were five weeks into the season last year. And I think Lawrence tech at that point in time was undefeated. And that's, you know, that's a, a, a new program. So it's like, I mean, there's just no, you know, it's murderer's row, you know, there's, there's not, there's not a chance really to take a breath. So, um, you know, that, but, but playing that schedule and being in this division and, and, you know, in, in this conference, um, it real you have to constantly be looking at yourself and constantly trying to get better and be better today than you were yesterday. Because, you know, if you're not, and you're looking ahead or you don't, you know, you don't, you don't pay attention to, you know, what's right directly in front of you, then, um, you're going to get beat, <laughs> you know I mean? It's just, it's just that simple. If you're not, uh, if you're not on your game and you're not focused and, and, uh, and all that, then, then you're going to lose. So, um, you know, that's, that is the challenge, right. Is, is constantly, you know, you may play well this week. Okay. Well, next week you've got another top 25 team coming into town and it's, it's, uh, I mean, it is, it is a constant never ending, uh, never ending challenge, you know, and then, um, but you know, our, our, our guys, and I'm sure the other coaches you've talked to in our league say the same thing. That's, that's one of the appeals about coming to our place, you know, is that you're going to play great, great competition. Um, you're going to play a great schedule, a meaningful schedule. Um, and, and you gotta be, you know, it's, it's the ultimate challenge as a competitor, knowing that you've got to be at your best every week or you're going to get beat. Yeah. Just to, just to kind of bring that out in four consecutive weeks, uh, y'all played at Indiana Wesleyan versus St. Francis of Indiana versus Concordia and at Siena Heights before going to a Lawrence tech team who was, yeah, yeah uh, having a nice season uh, by their standards. Yeah. Just a nuts, oh, yeah. a nuts schedule. Uh, but that's that's par for the course for y'all. Um, one of the things that I do want to bring out is uh, because of that schedule and that murderer's row, uh, I imagine that you really do get to learn a lot about your team uh, once you get to the playoffs. And, and I want to talk about those couple of games. Um, first against Southwestern, where, you know, uh, poor Taylor Soper there was was trying to set like an NAI <laughs> record for for numbers yeah. of numbers of punts in a game um poor kid out there and and then um going and playing at Northwestern keeping uh Tyson Coima down talk to me about what you learned from the playoffs this year that's that's going to help you with your team this year yeah I think the you know th- there's a couple of things I mean, obviously the opportunity to, to be in the playoffs is a you know it's a great honor and a great challenge and something that we you know, we, we always mark that as, as one of our goals, you know, our, our goal every year is to win the league and, and, um, you know, and to have an opportunity to, you know, to play for a national championship. And so, um, you know, making it to the tournament last year, this past season was so, was so unique just because we had, you know, we had, and I'm sure there are a lot of other teams in the same boat, but we had so many, 
uh, injuries to starters, you know, and I don't know if, you know, I'm sure some of that has to do with playing, you know, two seasons in a calendar year, I'm sure, um, you know, but a lot of those, you know, a lot, of, and then also, you know, you just have, you just have those years where, um, you know, you have more injuries, you know, so we, we had a couple of fluke things and, and, uh, you know, next thing, you know, it's like, um, you know, by the end of the year, from the end of our, you know, our playoff game that we played in April, um, to the start of the playoffs this past season, you know, we, we lost 11 starters, you know? And so, um, you know, with that, then you're playing a lot of young guys, um, you know, playing, you know, guys that maybe, you know, you're looking at going into the season, Hey, this guy's going to be a backup or this guy's going to be a three, even in a couple of cases. And, and next thing you know, we're, we're, we're relying on those guys to give us quality minutes and, and, you know, play, you know, important football and in national playoff games, you know I mean? So, you know, really we kind of felt like we were going into the, you know, into the playoffs last year, you know um, we were playing fairly good football going into it, but, you know, we also felt like we were, you know, banged up and playing some young guys. And then, you know, we found a way to win against Southwestern. I mean, they had a, they had a, they had a great plan and, and, you know, a talented football team. And, and, you know, we had to come back late in the game to win. And that was, you know, really showed, I think, a lot of character again out of this younger group that, um, you know, I think real easily could have just kind of thrown in the towel, uh, you know, against a really good Southwestern team. And then we went out to Northwestern and, you know, same thing, just uh, an, an immensely talented football team with a lot of experience. And, and um, you know, we're, you know, we've got the ball at the end of the game with a chance to win the thing, you know I mean? So, uh, you know, there's certainly a lot of positives that we can draw upon that. And now as we're, you know, again, today, that first spring practice, you know, about half of those starters that we lost last year, a lot of those guys were out there running around today. I mean, so, um, you know, I think we're entering into the season, uh, or at least entering into the summer and then hopefully on entering into, into, into August with, you know, having some guys that, that, uh, you know, a lot of guys that have played some really important minutes, you know, and so hopefully that, you know, we're able to put together a, you know, a successful spring and a great summer and all those types of things. And then, um, you know, we're really then able to, to reap the benefits, you know, of having, you know, a bunch of freshmen and sophomores, you know, playing the national quarterfinals, you know, I mean, so, um, so that, that's kind of, you know, what, uh, you know, having the experience of playing, you know, two really good football teams and, and win or go home situations. And, you know, we were able to make the plays in the one and didn't make enough plays in the other. And so there's plenty of things for us to draw on and learn from. And, um, you know, hopefully we're able to, to, you know, reap the benefits of it. Yeah. You talk about, uh, you know, especially that, that offense, uh, you know, Marion's offense has always been a very run heavy style of offense. Stack them in, run the ball. You know, I think of Charles Salary, um, y- y- you know, and just all the all the good backs that have been through Marion. Um, you've got Baron Hubler coming back. Uh, you do lose Johnny William, but return Ben Stevens and and a slot guy who, in Jalen Jennings, who if you give him spaces, you know, gonna make a play, and you return your starting quarterback. Talk to me about continuing to grow an offense that is uh, more dynamic? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you, you, 
you mentioned it, you know, we, we always, we want to be able to run the football. You know, that's kind of the, we pride ourselves on being a big physical football team. We want to be able to run it. And then on defense, we want to be able to stop the run. You know, those, those are, are kind of the, you know, that's the foundation. Those are the things that we're going to hang our hat on, so to speak, is to be able to do those things. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Charles salary and, you know, that was the guy that, you know, the, the, as the games got bigger, he was able to carry more and more and more of the weight and the load. And, um, you know, there were, you know, the two biggest games of, of, you know, his senior year in 19, you know, we had to beat Concordia and we had to beat St. Francis. And, and you go back and look at, you know, fourth quarter time of possession in both of those games, you know, out of the 30 minutes of fourth quarter possession, uh, I think we had, we held the ball combined in those two for probably darn near 25 minutes, you know, and that was us just standing back there, handing the ball to Chuck, you know, they knew he, they knew he was getting it. You know, we knew they knew he was getting it. Uh, and Charles just found a way to just, you know, keep the chains moving and the clock going. And, and, uh, you know, that's, I mean, that's a great type of football game if you're asking me. So, um, so yeah, we want to be able to run it. Baron Hebler right now is, is, I mean, he is a Charles salary type of back. I mean, he's, you know, he's just kind of a short spark plug type of a guy that um, it's got enough speed that, you know, he'll make you pay for it if, you know, if you give him an opening, but, you know, he's the guy that's going to get you tough yards and, and, um, you know, it's kind of one of those deals like in, in the playoffs, uh, you know, we had, you know, the other two running backs that kind of split time with Baron, uh, you know, we're both, one was hurt and one was sick that day. And, and, you know, so we rolled into the national quarterfinals with a true freshman and, uh, guy carried the ball 38 times and uh you know he's just an absolute warrior so um you know we're excited about him he's had a great offseason he's getting bigger and stronger and all those things and, and so um you know we're stoked by him coming back uh, you know you mentioned losing johnny william i mean that's i mean johnny william is going to be a trivia question i mean he's he's a five-time first team all-league player you know with when you throw COVID in there i mean there aren't going to be too many guys that are five-time first team all-conference in our league so uh, you know, obviously, you know, I feel like, you know, I feel a little bit like Billy Bean and Moneyball. It's like, okay, we can't make up, we can't make up Johnny William, but can we do it in the aggregate? You know, and you mentioned we've got, you know, Ben Stevens is coming back and he had a heck of a season last year. And then, uh, you know, Jacob Pressler, you know, who we lost him on the Thursday practice going into week one, uh, you know, and he was out for the season. He comes back, you know, I mean, and then, uh, and then you mentioned Jalen Jennings there, you know, he's going to get. You know, a lot of time in there at the slot spot and, um, you know, he can make you miss in a phone booth. And so, you know, we've got some dynamic guys and then, you know, looking forward to Zach coming back with another year under his belt and some experience and, and, uh, just being comfortable and, and, uh, you know, so on offense, it, it really looks good. And the other, the great thing right now, in my opinion, is you look at our offensive line and, uh, we've got 10 guys on our offensive line right now that have started multiple games and none of those guys, I mean, Darren technically has two years left to play, you know I mean? So, uh, and he's the oldest guy up there, you know, so they all have two or three years remaining. So I think our, you know, I, I suspect that, uh, and we expect our offensive line play, you know, to really be back, um, you know, on par with, you know, with some of those great offensive lines that we had, you know, back when Tevin Lake and Jakari Gore and, and uh, you know, and Charles Sally were carrying the football. So, uh, again, for us, it all starts up front. Got to be great on the offensive line in order for us to run it. And, uh, and then we got to have enough, you know, if teams start loading up the box, we've got to have enough weapons outside to make teams pay for it.
So this is going to be your your 10th season at the helm of Marion, and it's Marion's, I think, 15th year of having a football program overall. So what's been kind of the most challenging part of creating Marion as a consistent winner? Well, I think that, I think you, you uh, I mean, you hit it on the head. I mean, obviously it's just trying to, you know, there's extremely high expectations at Marion, you know, and it starts with the top of our university. I mean, you know, our president is, you know, he played college football. He coached high school football. I mean, he's a, uh, he's a football guy, you know, and, and, and when they started football um, at Marion, you know, back in 2007, I mean, they did it. They didn't do it just as a way to, to get another hundred male students. They, you know, they started football there, you know, really with the idea that, Hey, we're going to win, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, the first year they went one and nine and then, you know, they haven't had a losing season since then. And, and in year six, won a national championship. And, and so um, not saying that things happened easy for them, um, but it, it, it was shown really early on there that, Hey, you can win at the highest level here. And, and so um, the expectations have been set extremely high, you know I mean? So, uh, so that's, that's been, that's been the challenge, right. Is, is trying to, you know, I, I think it's always, you know, we always say that it's, you know, climbing the mountain and getting to the top is easy. Staying there is really, really difficult. And, and that has been, you know, it's been the challenge. I think that, um, we're extremely fortunate to have that challenge of, of, uh, you know, having great support and, and high expectations and, uh, you know, but at the same time, it's, you know, every, you know, you know this past year, whatever you fight and you battle and, and, you know, we, we end up, you know, you know, really, you know, playing, you know, having two tough defeats early in the year, and then we got a thing turned around and, and got it going and, and, you know, our guys grew up and it was really, you know, you get into those, you know, like this past season and, and teams that, that advance in the playoffs. I mean, it's, you start having a lot of fun. You know, I think our guys had fun playing the game. I know our coaches had fun coaching it. You know, you just get to that, you know, those teams are so special and tight knit and bonded and, you know, brotherhood and family and all those things that we talk about all the time. And then, uh, you know, then the season ends and it's over and then, you know, you get about two weeks to recover and then you're right back in the weight room and, and you got to start over, you know, so it's just trying to get, you know, get those guys to understand that, you know, really all we did last year by having success is make it harder this year, you know, and that's, that's the key, man. It's always, you know, we, we feel like um, there's always going to be a bullseye on our back and, and, you know, we've got to be able to start over and start fresh and focus on us and get better every day, just like we talked about earlier. And, and, um, you know, so it's, you know, it's a, it's a great challenge, but, you know, we do, we've got, I think that we've been able to build that competitive culture and our guys, you know, I think they, they enjoy the competition, you know, amongst each other and, and obviously, you know, in our league and, and, you know, so they, they kind of, you know, getting them to enjoy the process, you know, and understand that you got to have a great process in order to have a great product. And, and, you know, I, I think that, you know, we're, we're not there yet with this team, but, you know, we're, we're trying to instill that in them every single day. And, you know, it's a fun group to be around and, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, maintaining a high level of, 
of success and, and just understanding the expectations and all that, it's a challenge. So before I let you go, just kind of ask you the question that I've been asking everybody, kind of get everybody's opinion on this across the NAIA. Uh, and it's how do you and the Marion Athletic Department connect with your athletic and non-athletic alumni and your fans to create kind of that ongoing support for your team uh, and your athletic department more widely, both on the field, on game day, and then off the field uh, with monetary support? Uh, it, I mean, it's, it's that, um, you know, that, that, ex that expression of it takes the village, right? I mean, so it, it is, you know, I think we have, um, you know, our sports information uh, people, I think do a fantastic job. Um, you know, we've got, you know, we've got people that, you know, our, our you know, our, our athletic Steve Downing has done a fantastic job. I mean, he brings, you know, I mean, he brings with him, our athletic director, he brings with him, you know, prior to coming here, I mean, he had 25, 30 years of division one power five experience. You know, he, he played basketball at Indiana for Bobby Knight. Um, and then when Bobby Knight went to Texas tech, he went down to Texas tech with him there too. And so, you know, he was an associate AD at Indiana for 20 years and down at Texas tech for 10. And, um, you know, and then, you know, he comes back to, he grew up in the neighborhood, just really just kind of South of, of our campus. And, uh, he and his wife both had the opportunity to come home and our job came open and they took it. And I think once they hired him, you know, I mean, the, all he knows is, you know, big time college athletics. Right. And so, uh, completely revamped the athletic department as a whole. I mean, so he, he understands the importance of, of marketing and understands the importance of, you know, fundraising and, and, you know, being smart with our resources and, and going out and, and just, you know, trying to run a first class, really first class operation, you know, on a small college budget, you know, and, and I think he's done a, you know, he's done a fantastic job of that, you know, and then, you know, again, just, you know, creating, you know, by, you know, and again, our, our president's a very dynamic guy. He's a, you know, I mean, he is, he is a, you know, first class fundraiser. I mean, that's, uh, he is excellent at that and, and um, has just done a great job of just building the brand of Marion, you know, and we're, we're fortunate sitting in Indianapolis. I mean, we're in the 13th largest city in the United States and, um, you know, in, in my nine years at, at, at Marion, there has been a new building built on campus every year that I've been there. Yes. And, and um, they just opened a new freshman dorm uh, this past fall. And then literally they had the ribbon cutting, you know, to officially open that building. And the very next day they had tractors and earth movers and all that digging up ground for the new engineering building that's coming in place. I mean, so, you know, Marion has grown and that's because, you know, it's because our president had a vision when they hired him 20 years ago. And, and a big part of that was football, you know, and, and bringing, bringing football and giving football the things that they need to be successful. And, and, you know, we're fortunate to sit in a, in a, you know, really our level talent rich state. And, um, you know, I mean, so it's, it really um, like all the little pieces and ingredients were all there, you know, and then you take, you know, uh, you know, an AD that has power five experience where, you know, you've got to do all those things or you're not going to survive. And then, 
um, you know, a president that loves football and understands it. And, and, uh, you know, and, and then as a result, you know, I think our athletic department's grown, certainly football is, has grown, but, you know, you look at, you know, all the sports at Marion are, are, you know, they're all winning right now. I mean, it, it's, you know, just, there's just a, a culture that's been built there. Athletics are important and, um, you know, they've been made important and, you know, I mean, obviously there's, you know, there's always, you know, we'd love to have more money and love to have more whatever, you know, but it's, uh, it's a pretty good spot. And, and, um, you know, clearly we've been given, you know, we've been given by the administration what we need to win. And, um, it's our job to go out and find, you know, the right type of people and players and, um, you know, coaching the right way and, and, uh, find a way to win a bunch of really tough games and a really tough league. Absolutely. That's what it's all about is getting at this point, getting to Durham and, and getting to play in that game and, and making it all the no way. Doubt. And, uh, once you're there, you know, all bets are off, you know, it, <laughs> yep. it's, it's always, it's yep. always a, a toss up at that point. Well, coach, I, I thank you again for coming on the show tonight. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the NAIF ball podcast presented by Adcraft USA. Be sure to contact them for all your custom apparel, merch, and uniform needs. Thanks also to Mommy Bay Turf and Turf Nation, as well as Leading Edge Fundraising for their support of the podcast. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to the podcast as well as to our YouTube channel. Leave us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. As always, if you'd like to support what we do, head over to patreon.com slash n-a-i-a-f-b-a-l-l and become a patron. We can't do what we do without our sponsors and listeners like you.